Yesterday, St. Paul, in his letter to the Romans, made it clear that sin entered into the world because of one man, Adam. And that sin became the master over humanity. Because when you sin, you know, the propensity to go on sinning is there. And so before you realize, you become, so to speak, addicted to sin. And in some people, even the conscience becomes dulled that they don't see sin as sin anymore. And in that circumstance, the person becomes a slave to sin. He or she is no more free to do what is right because he, he or she is controlled by the uh, dictates of the body and uh, the inclinations to sin. But then, that was not the end of the story. St. Paul also says that, but through one man, justification was granted to all humanity. And that one man is Jesus Christ. Through his passion, death, and resurrection, humanity have become reconciled to God again. But justification is only just one of the aspects of the benefits of the Christ event. Justification is more legal. In other words, our debt that we owe due to sin was paid. And St. Paul says that it was paid through the precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. So it was an expensive restitution, so to speak, that Jesus did on our behalf. And today, St. Paul goes on to say that, well, if you have been justified, if you have been saved, if you have been made anew, then you are no more slaves to sin as if when you used to live by the law. And living by the law is not negative. But he's saying that the law did not have an inherent power to prevent you from doing what was wrong. The law will tell you what is right and what is wrong. But as to the power that will help you to do what is right was lacking. And so he said, we are gaining superiorly because Christ's death and resurrection has given us the grace the grace that enables us to live the life of God. So today, he says that grace that we have received, we need to guard against. Because the devil can deceive us, come like a thief to steal from us. And uh, John Schwager asks us this question, what kind of treasure does the Lord Jesus expect us to vigilantly guard and protect in this life? And he answers, it is the treasure of his kingdom and the gifts and the graces he has won for us. The gift of salvation purchased by the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us on the cross to free us from slavery to sin and Satan. And the gift of abundant new life, which Christ won for us through his victory over death. And the gift of the Holy Spirit, who comes to life in us and empowers us with the supernatural faith 
hope and love that endures forever. And that is a lot of gifts that we have received through the Christ action. Beloved, certainly we can lose the treasure of God's gift if we do not guard our hearts, if we do not guard our minds and hold on to the truth of the word of God and to live according to his wise precept, his teachings and his just laws. This is because Satan comes like a thief in the night to rob us of our faith and to draw us away from God's will for our lives. Satan works in the world, that society of men and women who are opposed to God and his commandments. Today, we, we pride ourselves, calling ourselves, we are a secular society. Yes, of course. But we talk about secularism as opposed to religious life. As if these two worlds are in direct opposition to each other. So our world is gradually tilting to the left against whatever is biblical. You go to my country now, they are fighting over LGBTQ plus whatever it is. And it's becoming a tug of war. And that is dividing the country. Some say, yeah, we support. Some say we don't support. So that is where the world is leading. And I listened to one of them argument and then the, that lawyer said, well, if we allow that, where is it going to end? Because once you give an inch, another inch is requested, and another inch is requested. And so before we realize the whole world is plunged into that kind of slavery that St. Paul is talking about. Yes, Satan also works in our own flesh. Those sinful inclinations within us that tempt us to do what is wrong and evil. You know, the fact that I'm inclined to do something does not mean it's right to do. St. Paul said, I have right to do everything, but that all of them are good for me. So if you have that inclination to do something, you need to ask yourself whether that inclination is right or wrong. Because the evil one can use that opportunity in our world today to derail God's plan of salvation for our world. We become filled with false hopes which make us believe that we can find happiness and joy apart from God and his will for us. And that is the sin of Adam and Eve in the garden. We might plunge into that once again. But let us pray. Ask him the Holy Spirit to secure the gifts of God in our lives to help us live life that commensurate our new identity as people bought with the price, people who have the grace and the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, the power of his resurrection manifesting itself within our lives. Amen.